This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Rico Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Growing up, I wanted to be a few different things. I wanted to be a major league baseball player, then I wanted to be an archaeologist, but eventually I landed on being a doctor that was also a movie star. So clearly very doable. It's almost part of your childhood, right? Everyone always asks, what do you want to be when you grow up? I actually wanted to be an astronaut or an astrophysicist until I realized that there was way more math involved than I expected. So um, that started to change when I got older. That's Vox's Terry Nguyen. She writes about the internet and youth culture for Vox. She's also a member of Gen Z. Over the past couple years, Terry's been noticing something interesting about her generation and its relationship to work. Since the pandemic, um, I've really noticed this kind of cynicism related to labor and, you know, working, especially since Gen Z is the newest generation to the workforce. They often, you know, aren't in positions where they have a lot of say. And so there's kind of been this um, joke or this saying online that Gen Z, you know, doesn't dream of labor. So tell us, what's your dream job? Darling, I've told you several times before, I have no dream job. I do not dream of labor. And on TikTok and other social media, it's pretty common to kind of facetiously mention that you don't have goals. I don't have goals. I don't have ambition. I only want to be attractive. You don't really want to hustle hard because, you know, hustle culture and girl boss culture seems like something of the past. Don't want to be a girl boss. I don't want to hustle. I simply want to live my life slowly and lay down in a bed of moss with my lover and enjoy the rest of my existence, reading books, creating art, and loving myself and the people in my life. And this kind of coincides with this anti-work ideology that we've seen, or kind of these anti-work sentiments um, related to um, the great resignation, where people want to be uh, more selective about the jobs they're taking on and just want to have more intention as to what they're um, spending their lives doing. So tell me more about that. How, how did the Great Resignation kind of reshape the way Gen Z thinks about work? It's um, really hard to say because, you know, as we know, the Great Resignation impacted workers across, you know, age, industry, and income brackets. And Gen Z has very recently entered the workforce. But I think the effects of the Great Resignation was more of an attitude imposed upon them than anything. Um, And I think what makes these youngest employees stand out is how they're willing to kind of like air out their grievances against employers, against certain jobs or certain industries on social media. Um, It also kind of seems like liking work or declaring that you like your job is kind of cringe now, um, just because it seems like no one is really content um, with their jobs. 
And yeah, like I think Gen Z just has been extremely vocal about it in ways that might not have been accepted even five to 10 years ago. I remember kind of in college, our advisors would warn us to be careful about what we post on social media because the rumor was um, employers would look on your social media and determine whether you were a good, acceptable candidate, which isn't a great hiring practice. Um, but that kind of sentiment has completely changed. Like, I don't even think that people care anymore. And in a lot of ways, it seems like social media has been good for Gen Z and in, in learning about jobs and TikTok in particular. How has social media helped this movement within Gen Z and even younger millennials? I really think it's allowed them to kind of think critically about the role of labor in their lives. I know, you know, TikTok and Twitter isn't always reflective of kind of public opinion, but it allows people to kind of realize that there are other forms of identity they can also, you know, take on in addition to their jobs. That kind of this rise of people wanting to be influencers or creators is a really big part of that. Um, There are also a lot of accounts dedicated to dishing out career advice. You want to quit your job, but what do you do about health insurance? This is a super common issue that can keep people stuck because here in the good old USA, we do not have universal health care. There was a really big trend called quit talk kind of at the end of 2021, where people were um, posting TikToks detailing um, their plans to quit their job or their experience with quitting their job and pretty much how much happier, how freed they feel. Last week I quit. I uh, quit my job. I resigned. My last day was on Friday. Uh, I have nothing lined up and that's okay. There's also a lot of content about how people can switch into higher paying industries or industries that give people more flexibility. I think um, tech, for instance, is a field that's kind of been glamorized through certain career trends. There's this trend called break into tech trend where people, maybe they work in HR and they're like, oh, I'm building up this skill set and I'm doing all these things to try to break into tech. And so there's various kind of like niches online where people are um, talking about their jobs, but figuring out how to position themselves in a better situation. Well, I want to go back and talk a little bit more about quit talk. What does that actually look like? Is it just a bunch of people posting videos telling others to quit their jobs? Yeah, it's not really exclusively Zoomers or um, Gen Zers or Millennials, but it's kind of people across the board. They're kind of telling people that they have permission to quit their jobs. And I'm here to tell you that you also have permission to quit a job that makes you miserable. People are kind of encouraging each other to want better for themselves. And kind of as a result of it, you know, all taking place on TikTok, a lot of young people have been touted perhaps like undeservedly as kind of these beacons of like anti-capitalism or anti-work. But in reality, these are kind of very personal, individualized decisions that people are airing out on the internet. Well, zooming out, do you feel like any of these virtual acts of employee resistance are going to lead to big systemic change? There does seem to be like a dissonance between uh, these attitudes and kind of the political action necessary. You know, we're currently in this huge wave of unionization across the service industry, at least one Amazon warehouse, Chipotle. But I think Gen Zers are part of this pro-labor wave, but their participation in unions seems modest just because I think there are fewer union jobs today than there were, you know, 20, 30 years ago. 
I think there was a story in the Times last week about how younger college-educated workers are now kind of taking on frontline roles at big companies and helping to unionize them. Every time I make a video about this, it goes under review. So this is what I'm not doing right now. Starbucks is definitely not firing pro-union workers in these three locations in Philadelphia. So that does seem to be kind of the, the active part of this, um, you know, online attitude we've been seeing. When I was graduating from college, everyone was getting jobs and then the Great Recession just took them all away. And so I feel like now that I'm older and looking back at this newer generation who doesn't seem to want to work at all, I have feelings about that. Is is that fair? Are we just in a, in a different time? I think it's um, not accurate to say that people don't want to work because I think um, everyone realizes they kind of have to work to earn a living and to, you know, contribute to society because labor is a part of, you know, being an active citizen. But I think the youngest workers right now are just being extremely more vocal about how unhappy they are in certain roles and how you know they're unafraid to put employers on blast. So I think there is kind of like a two parts to this. Like people are unhappy and they're vocalizing it, but they also just want to, you know, be in a better position to advocate for themselves and for jobs and for, you know, other workers regardless of age. Terry, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Adam. Today's episode was produced and mixed by Sophie Lalonde. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening.